struggle with you? No! You mad! Look at you! You mad! You big mad! <laughs> I'm happy! Leave me alone! I just want some money. get paid to argue with you? No! Who is you? You ain't nobody! <laughs> wow. There's, There's that. that. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! What you got in your cup? A little hen. A little coke. Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths. The pepper is that hot topic that has everyone talking, and the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. Join the conversation on Twitter and Facebook at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. I'm Bethany. And I'm Christina. And let's address the lemon not in the room. Yeah. Um, so going forward, our lemon, Dinah, is no longer going to be joining us on the show. She's back in school. She's on her shit. Yeah. So getting three people with three different lives together is already hard enough. But then... When you have so many other things going on, it's kind of like something has to go. Prioritize. Prioritize. Prioritize, for sure. Yeah. So, um, not to say she may never join us for a special episode or anything, but going forward, it's pretty much just going to be me and Christina (laughs) and whoever we decide to have on the show. Right. We're not replacing her, her seats. There, there. <laughs> the computer's <laughs> in it right now. There. Um, so yeah, we'll have this little, you know, we'll have more guests on, but yeah, it'll just be the two of us. I hope you guys like listening just to us. The two of us. Yeah. Didn't Will Smith have a song like that? I mean, yeah. Was that <laughs> was like there was that's not the original, right? I don't know. Don't take my black card away. I don't know if that's like black card revoking worthy, not knowing who sings that song. Withers? Don't dig yourself a hole. Excuse me? Don't dig no, yourself a hole. Yeah, no, 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 no. Anyway, yeah, we'll see. I'm not even gonna pretend for his firstborn kid. Um, just the two of us. Guess there's like 20 of them now. There's three. Three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so that reminds me, speaking of Will Smith, like the other day, do you watch Jada's show, Red Talk Table? No, but I hear so much about it. Do you watch it? I haven't watched it. Okay. Okay, we're on the same page, but I hear a lot of stuff about it. And apparently recently she said that will and his ex-wife or his baby mama mm-hmm. the, the mother of his firstborn child like they would go on family vacations together mm-hmm. without like how do you feel about that is that weird uh I, nothing's weird to me anymore to you're be right honest. you're right you're right um whatever works for them i think that conventionally people probably have a hard time swallowing that pill and again 
I think it's weird if you're under the assumption. I mean, although Jada now, because I know there was a speculation for a very long time that they had an open relationship. Yeah. But Jada, I think she was on Watch What Happens Live and she was like, no, we don't have an open relationship. But who actually knows, right? So I think it's weird if you are thinking of them under the pretenses that, like, they lead a very normal heteronormative like monogamous kind of lifestyle i mean traditional traditional there you go yeah so i don't know what they do i mean i okay (laughs) i would assume just because it's like y'all used to fuck so much they were married right or were they i I don't know i don't know if they were married the mother of his first kid um okay i don't know if they were married but it's like I don't know maybe i have trust issues but then maybe she didn't care like maybe it wasn't a thing about like don't sleep with her maybe that wasn't even a part of the conversation because you know what i mean she just assumed he wouldn't or maybe she assumed he would and they uh, were fine with that you I, know? I mean i'm all here for keeping the family dynamics together because ultimately i think that was the reason for them going mm-hmm. on vacation together so the kid could be with both of his parents mm-hmm. And, like, a nice, joyous setting, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm sure that created really great memories for him mm-hmm. because Jada isn't his mom. Right. So, to have both of his parents together like that could have been cool for him. But as the wife... Uh, as Jada. As Jada, I think I would probably... I don't know. I can't speak for it. I can't speak on it. Like, I've been thinking a lot about, like, just different kinds of relationships and trust always i'm always thinking about it but like maybe maybe i would be i i don't know i don't know or maybe we could all go on one big family vacation yeah i think that that's probably more what most people would find more acceptable is that everyone comes together yeah everyone comes together on one big family vacation but I, I don't know. I guess it just, it really, it really challenges people's definition of love. Something that, I'll, or a characteristic of loving someone that always sticks out to me is that love is not about possessing someone. Yes. So being able to let them go and not having this notion that they're mine, I have to keep them, nobody else can play with them or have them or have a relationship Or I with think them. it's more like, if we're not in the same place, you just forgot I even existed yeah. or exi- or forgot about what we have together. Yeah, because I think that's what the notion is when people are, you know, when infidelity comes into the picture. It's like, how could you forget, like, Us. in that moment, yeah. you know, like... Ooh. I don't know. I guess yeah. we have to watch the show. <laughs> we <laughs> we, we probably show. need to watch the show. I hear so many great things about it. It's a wet for all of you. Clearly. Apparently. Or even a pepper. Like, I think they have... The, I know the other day, um, see, and I'm not even even well-versed on this because mm-hmm. I just get this from... Secondhand. Secondhand. Yeah. But apparently they had a conversation about sexuality. Ooh, and she was talking about masturbating. She was talking about <laughs> masturbating. What? <laughs> she was talking about masturbating and um, how her grandmother taught her at a young age, like, this is how you get pleasure from yourself. Her mother. Her mother. Jada's mother. Yes. This is how you get pleasure. Like, you don't need another person to please yourself. Which is really crazy to me because I was taught 
not so overtly but that sexual pleasure of any kind before marriage is considered a sin. Right. Which is so, which would only lead me to believe that masturbation, which some people, I guess would deem sex with yourself is a sin. You know what I mean? So it was something Mm -hmm. that felt even, it was something that I was doing at a very young age, but it was something that felt so taboo to me. Yeah. And then I remember hearing people, I don't know what I was watching or listening to or what have you but i remember hearing other people say like yeah i think i first masturbated when i was like five or something very 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 young yeah and i was like okay so i'm not hella crazy i'm not weird you know what i mean but it just like i don't know the amount of things that i'm having to relearn as an adult is so wild and i don't know And, and it's things that seem so like convoluted in such a way it's like it's like how do these principles and how do these theories make sense to you people (laughs) like yeah i don't know i guess that's just a difference in beliefs whatever but i I don't know i think my mom okay so my mom had this book Mm -hmm. that she gave my sister when she like when you came of age you Mm -hmm. got the book when you started your period basically (laughs) when you start your period now you're a woman and you get everything at once Mm -hmm. you get to learn about everything so in the book, the book was like made in the 70s or something, which is very interesting because they talk about everything. Like they talked about masturbation. They talk about homosexuality. They talked about rape. They talked about like sex to have like how babies happen, like mm-hmm. for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And then sex to just have sex. Like w- me and my mom didn't have that conversation, but I got everything I needed to know from this book. Yeah, that's probably, that probably you're makes probably it easier. better off that way. <laughs> I mean, my mom and I had a conversation, and it was basically like you sex is for procreation. Mm-hmm. I really truly I haven't had this conversation as an adult because conversations about anything become so political with me and my mom. So a lot of times I just stray away from them now yeah. because it's just like you gonna do you, and I'm gonna do me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. My mom, I, I don't even know if my, let me not say that, but okay. I, I just feel like my mom's definition of sex and what sex should be is, um, you have to be married. No. Well, yeah. Well, sex is for procreation. That's what it's for. Mm. That's why we have sex. And I can remember cause my mom obviously wanted me to be a virgin until I was married, but yeah, well, there goes that. Um, <laughs> but I can remember her when she was talking to me about it, her trying to make it sound so unappealing to me. Like, like try to deter- I mean, my like, dad did the same thing. He's like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not great. Okay. <laughs> then maybe everybody's yeah. parents do that. Yeah, or like every, every conservative parent who's not, you know, who doesn't want their kid to have sex. Yeah, it's like, it's not, you're not missing anything, is what he told me. But that's a lie! That's all lies! It's a lie, but have you ever done that to a child, like, like, okay, say I have something really tasty, and I don't want you bothering me, asking me for, I'm like, oh, you're not gonna like this, it's gross. I don't know. So, I think so that's just they the kind of shit me. that fucks you up because yeah. that stuck with me for so long that it took me years of having sex yeah. and deciding that like I'm not going to stop having sex yeah. to even consider the fact that this could be like optimally enjoyable for uh. me. 
You know what I mean? It's but just okay, like, honestly, the most I learned about sex and like having sex just came number one from experience mm-hmm. and from like my homegirls, like mm-hmm. us having conversations, like not necessarily kissing and telling, but like trading notes, yeah, a little bit, yeah. like oh, you've never done this, or right. you should really try this, right? The internet I don't is know. your friend. I would like to think that if if I ever had kids, that the conversation would be a little bit more honest and more about... You'd like to think that. I would like to think that because I see the benefit in waiting for emotional reasons. Mm-hmm. But once you've decided that you're ready, personally, to yeah. engage in that kind of pleasure for yourself, I don't think that there's anything wrong with, like teaching a person like there are ways to like have there there are the right there are right and well i won't say there are right and wrong ways i guess yes there could be wrong ways to have sex but yeah yeah but even that like even that like i feel like okay so what is the right age because i think that was also a lemon for people like oh she's too young to be talking about like you're too young to be or your what's her name Willow willow was too young to be having that kind of conversation so what is what do you think is the right age to really talk about sex? I think the earlier the better mm-hmm. personally because I think sex is so it's something it, I mean unless you're asexual it's something that is so I don't want to say natural. I don't think natural is the word that I'm looking for, but it shouldn't be so stigmatized like I follow people on Instagram who talk to their four and five year olds about sex and sexuality and gender Mm -hmm. and like just starting off with like the foundations Mm -hmm. like two people who desire each other or love each other or maybe don't love each other you know what I'm saying they get together and they Mm -hmm. do this thing and like that's okay and like a lot of times she this one particular girl that I'm thinking of her feedback is always the kid just take they're just like okay you know like it's not usually that in-depth of a conversation and she's like i plan to just build on these you know foundational like so i I mean i don't know i think that every kid is different Mm -hmm. i think personally i think the earlier the better like you know your kid you know their level of maturity Mm -hmm. but if you have an honest conversation about it i don't think that it has to be like awkward awkward the, honestly the awkwardness doesn't come from the child the child is never gonna be like ew or they right. might be like ew just but because why, they wouldn't think that unless you're making them think that it should be ew yeah but it's more so like the adult feeling awkward mm-hmm. like talking about mm-hmm. sex with someone who probably doesn't even like girls or boys at that point mm-hmm. you know like they still think the opposite is icky or whatever mm-hmm. so Anyway, I don't even know how we got there, but sex is always we got there from our from Will going on vacation with his ex. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if you've been living under a rock or not, Drake finally dropped his album Scorpion. Did you listen? I listened a little bit. I dabbled in there, but mm-hmm. it was very... From what I heard, I yes. will say that I can't give a full, like, in-depth review because that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. But it seemed... It was pretty much what I expected. A lot of... I mean, it was just Drake. It was just, like... It wasn't super profound to me. It was right. Like, 
I mean, there are a couple of bangers on there, like these God's Plan and Nice for What are amazing songs that okay. I love. They're bangers. So I'm sure there's probably a few gems in there that maybe I haven't come across yet, but I will say from what I heard, I was not that impressed. You weren't blown away. I wasn't blown you away. You still have your socks on. Yeah. <laughs> My socks are intact. <laughs> All right. I mean, fair, fair. I don't... Anytime I listen to a new album, I'm always like, mm, it's not that great. Always. Always. That's pretty much I'm always, always. like, the first time I heard Cardi's album, I was like, oh, it's okay. And I then, thought Cardi's album. Okay, okay, maybe I won't first say listen, that. Like, from first, first listen, listen, I thought it was amazing. I was like, well, I guess considering where Cardi is in her career comparatively, I was like, this is good for her first album. Like, this shit okay, is Okay, that's not a good example because that's banging. her first album. Yeah. We have a lot of Drake to compare to. True. And I would not say this is the best. Like, no, this what's has your not- favorite Drake album? I feel like right now, like, okay, the ones that come to mind are Take Care. Okay. Um, Nothing Was the Same. That's my favorite. If you're reading it, this is Second too late. Favorite, yes. Yeah. Um, what's the other one with the... With the with the, the sprinkle down? Yeah. <laughs> um I'm gonna kick myself. Okay. But I'm also gonna Just look go it up because yeah. I can't I can't be wrong. Um Okay, yeah, views is always gonna be the, my least favorite. So far gone. So far gone, yes. <sighs> so far gone was great. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care for views and more life was okay. okay. I mean more life was not even I didn't that didn't even come to mind. Right. But Scorpion I feel like is somewhere in the middle like it is not the worst Drake album okay there's a lot of songs I skip okay what are your give me your okay but my thoughts while I was listening I was like okay Problematic Bay has come out with a new album mm-hmm. and he's problematic for so many reasons okay what's but, the reasons why, okay. why is he problematic I'm gonna go song by song okay. I took some notes and the first that came to mind was the song Nonstop. Okay. In this in the song he says, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. Um Okay. And this is not the first time I've that heard sounds that. sounds very like I have a black boyfriend. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so I can say nigga kind of thing. It's like, no, you're not. You're just not. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you're not a, Okay, no, no, no. I had this conversation with a friend of mine. Okay. And he was saying that he's a light-skinned fella. <laughs> he's a light-skinned. Yeah. And he was saying that people try him up all the time because of that. Like, and I'm guilty for saying, like, oh, you acting light-skinned. Or that's some light-skinned nigga shit. You said it too. It's stereotypical. It's stereotypical. Yes. But the the fault that I have with it, and maybe this is just like on some hypocritical shit of mine, is what does a dark skin nigga act like? Or even further than that, like it's just the association. Like mm-hmm. people always associate white with good, yeah. black with bad, yeah. evil, yeah. like white angelic. Yeah, you know, like you think dark skin niggas are all like thieves and murderers mm-hmm. and rapists mm-hmm. be- just because they're dark. Right, you know. So, I, I don't know, like, I, I get what he's saying, but I just... It doesn't sit well. It doesn't sit well. Because, and also because it's like, you want to assume this... Okay, so 
So playing into that stereotype, which mm-hmm. he is in the at this in this specific yeah. lyric, you want to assume those like ruggish, thuggish characteristics of a dark skinned nigga, but you you don't have to carry those um, like prejudices that mm-hmm. or you know what I'm trying to say like you don't get the same treatment as a dark skinned nigga like colorism is real yeah. and that's something that you won't ever experience so you can't just take like what you think is like yeah I'm hot. I can be hard like a dark skinned nigga yeah. but then can you know you, like you, well we all know he's not cause <laughs> he's straight it's he's not <laughs> like you think you a dark skinned nigga but you, you're you actually, not you actually not. are just a light skinned nigga <laughs> You are. You're you're a light skinned right. nigga, but you still a light skinned right. nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't have the same problems as a dark skinned nigga. You know what I'm saying? So don't try to like just like Kim Kardashian with her bow Derek braids. It's like you can't just take all the fun from black girls and you just don't have all the bullshit that comes along with it. You know what I mean? It's like, right. Like just be a light skinned nigga, like be a light skinned nigga and work on the perception of light skinned niggas. How about that? Yeah. Like you don't have to assume the characteristics of a dark skinned nigga. Whatever those characteristics are. Well, we all know what they are. We all know what they are. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. But but the song's a banger, though. (laughs) I fuck with the song. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) All right. So, uh, next song. um, If you heard the beginning of the show, that clip, Mm -hmm. that Ply skit, which is classic in in my book. He, that was at the end of 8 out of 10. And basically the song is like, I could really turn up on you, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. turn up on you. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky I'm not going to turn up on you because if I did turn up, it would be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that one because I feel that way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like there's so there, it takes a lot of restraint to not go the fuck in when you know you're completely in the right. Yeah. Oof. Right. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I barely just stopped turning up on niggas. So, like, the verdict's still out for me. I can't even comment yet. <laughs> like, I'm not a reformed, like, turn up type of nigga. Like, I turn up. So. <laughs> Ooh, I, you know what? For me, it is like a don't get me there. Like, if I'm if I'm at the point of turning up, then it's not good. Right. Like, I, that means it's been, this has been building up for a real, real it's long time. It's the quiet ones, yeah. It's always the quiet ones that yeah. pop the fuck off. Yeah. And then everyone's all surprised and shocked and stuff. right so i i felt that one in my soul yeah for sure i i guess i the skit itself spoke to me in the sense that i want to be able to possess that kind of <laughs> you want to be plies <laughs> you were, I don't want to be plies you were Bruno mars last year <laughs> this year you're gonna be plies <laughs> yes i love plies no i did like the skit because it is like why the fuck I don't have time to be arguing I, right. with you. Like, who are you? Who are you? Right. That's a good one. Lessons to live by. Um, okay, I'm not gonna do all of these. The um, okay, this last song that I'm gonna talk about. This is the one that I was like, okay, he's definitely still problematic. Like, it's called emotionless, and it's actually full of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> nothing but emotion in it. Um. And in the end, he's kind of like talking about 
several different kinds of girls like there's a girl who's married until her she puts her phone down Mm -hmm. there's a girl who's depressed but you wouldn't tell by her instagram Mm -hmm. there's another girl who goes on trips and like saves up her photos so you think she's always on vacation and part of me is like yes there are those women but there are those niggas too there are those niggas too like every honestly i think our generation is kind of like we're good for putting on you know like we're good for flexing we're good for putting on we're good for like hiding our true emotions and feelings yeah like memes like there's so many memes that are just like directed to people being depressed but we're making fun of it Mm -hmm. like we got to make a joke out Mm -hmm. of it you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i kind of did not like that he was like going after the women who are like that because i'm like there's definitely niggas like that too and you fuck with those kind of women so what is you saying what is you saying what's your point and and Anyway, all in all, I... What do you rate it? Eight, or, excuse me. <laughs> what do you rate out of ten? Out of ten, I give Scorpion... I don't know. There's so many songs, and there's, like, five that I haven't really listened mm-hmm. to. But there's, like, ten that I listen to often. Okay. So I would, give, I would give it, like, a B plus. Honestly, truly. Okay, that's not out of ten. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We're so drinking. That was like, a to like a eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, I give it an eight. Oh, okay. I, I give it an eight. Like shout out to Forty and Oliver for the production mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the album because that, that's the best part. Honestly, yeah. like that is the best part. Okay. Cool. I don't have a rating. I guess come back to me at some point. But I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I just don't have any. I don't have any. You don't care. I don't. If yeah. if you want something non Aubrey Graham related, the Gorillas came out with a new album, and that's really good. Didn't they just recently come out with a new album? Yeah, like last that's, year. Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I've just been hearing about this album, or Maybe. like it coming. Yeah, they have been like dropping singles weekly, okay. and then the album came out Friday, I believe. And it's good. It's good. Snoop is on there. There's a little Snoop cameo. But uh, that's what I've been listening to. Um, Well, also, since we've been away, the Carters dropped an album. Oh, shit. How could we forget? How could we forget? I mean, we've been gone for a minute. Now Now we're we're back back on the the jump jump off. off. Okay. What did you think about, what was it? Everything is love? Everything is love. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I listened to quite a few songs on the album. In, in, they're in my rotation now. Mm-hmm. Um, Summer. Ugh. Come on now. <laughs> like, that's it. a good way to start the album because after that, I hate ape shit. Like, I, I like ape shit. I don't shit. like it. Ape shit grew on me. I don't like it. I don't know if I like Trap B. Like, I don't know if I care for her rapping. I, I think that I like it because it's like a lot of times when people try to do something so far left, it Mm -hmm. just goes so wrong. Like, I think she did a good job, like, trying something new. Like, I'm not totally put off by it. Like, it's not, it's, it, it bumps. Like, I mean. Ape shit, though? I like it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. 
And okay, her may- timing is impeccable. Like she's not, she's on, she's on it. Like she, yeah. she gets it right. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think it's more of a technicality thing that impresses me about her. Like because I feel like you like her flow. You yeah. like her bars. I, well, they're I don't know if they're her bars, but <laughs> you like whoever's bars like, she's reciting. Quavo's bars or Offset's bars or whoever's bars they are. Like one of the Migos. One of the Migos. Yeah, shout out to the real MVPs. But um, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. And I think they're I, cute. I, I, I think they're cute. I think they're just like we're rich and we're black and we're just living our best lives. And I'm true. like, of all the fuck shit that's going on, like this is something that I'm actually okay watching. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's just like whatever. Y'all just tell the world about your love. Uh, I, okay, I do like that they continually they continuously remind us how rich they are. <laughs> She said, my great, great grandkids going to be rich. Yeah. That's a whole lot of brown people on your Forbes yeah. list. Like, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Pay I me, love pay that. Me equity. Yes. Like, what? <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Um, What is that? The last song I really enjoy and the first song. And then there's some in between. There's a few in between. Nice. I like that mm-hmm. one. Uh, Boss. I like that. It's not bad. It's not bad. And this is the thing I'm saying. Like, the first time I heard it, like, you even came over. I was like, oh, Jay and Beyonce dropped the album. It's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then and then when I first heard Ape Shit at your house, I was like, no one believes you, Beyonce. But then after a while, I was like, I believe it. I, I get it. I mean, I get it. I don't. I still don't believe you. As in, I know this. She's, a, she's from the South. Yes. What is it? Third Ward? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Texas does. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, so it's like, it's not too far off. She's not from Toronto trying to be from Miami. Okay. Shade. She's not from Toronto trying to be from Jamaica. Keep going. (laughs) She's not from Toronto trying to be from Houston. (laughs) New Orleans. New Orleans. London. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, adjacent like i get it's not too far of a stretch because we know where you came from you know what i mean that's why i feel like it's okay i feel okay with it yeah and i even was thinking the other day like you know we don't give our faves the chance to experiment or to spread their wings like if it would be crazy if Adele dropped a trap album, but what <laughs> right. if she really just loves trap music and wants to like try some new shit? Yeah, I don't know if I would be here. Okay, for that. no, that well, was- <laughs> the equivalent is like grime music in London. That's okay, what they okay, do. Okay. So, like, if she did that, like, I think, I think because Beyonce has just the longevity. It's like you really gone like expansive. Like you did the pop, you did yeah. the like true R and B, you did the pop R and B, like. I feel like the evolution makes sense. If Adele dropped a trap album, I would be like, bitch, why? Bitch, where? Like, you know what I'm saying? She appreciates the culture. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like it's, again, I just don't feel like it's too far off. And I I agree. I do think people should get, have more creative license to try new things and whatever, but make it believable Mm -hmm. too. You know what I mean? Sell me it. Sell it to me. Okay, fine. Everything is love. Everything is love. It should be anyway. It should be. Um, the only lemon that I had, like I don't even like lemons at all, but 
I do want to acknowledge like all the recent deaths that we've had, mm-hmm. uh, especially what was his full name? Junior. Yeah, I don't know. What Hashtag justice for Junior yeah. up in the Bronx. Like I, I hate when people post like videos of. That's people actually, a limit for me. I think it's so it's triggering. Ugh. It's depressing, and I hate when people come back with the okay. One of a friend of ours from high school posted on Juneteenth. She posted um, pictures of like lynchings mm-hmm. and. That's you know, when you're watching a story... not the holiday is about, but go ahead. No, no. But I guess it's... I guess in the sense it's like, this is why we celebrate. Like, don't forget. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is why Juneteenth is a thing. Like, because slavery was this. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but when I'm watching my story, you know, they come up, like, on their own. And I just wasn't prepared for that. And it's like, this is not... I'm not a person that needs to see. I'm I'm a self-proclaimed empath. Like I I'm not a person that needs to necessarily have a visual to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like or I can see something once and I, it sticks with me. Oh, like yeah. I will dream about it kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like to not have a trigger warning, it just seems so and like when I was like, uh, trigger warning girl and she was like, they need to see it. And I'm like, that's really not I, I don't know. I don't know. To me it doesn't feel like the best way to handle it. Like when I think about Junior's family, like, why would I want to see the last moments of my kid? And why would I want the rest of the world to be able to just to pull that up? And it's on the Internet. And it's you know how that goes. It's mm-hmm. there forever. Your child being murdered is on the Internet for everyone to see forever. It's awful. It's awful. I That one, like, really fucked me up because he was so so young and i and i want to say it was a case of mistaken identity like that wasn't even the person they were trying to go after but at any rate like it and there's so many i don't know there's just so much conversation about who's at fault why nobody helped him the people in the clerks inside the stores the bystanders oh he came out the one of the bodega i think he was the owner he was like i was trying to help him like of course they reposted the video but it zoomed in and it shows him like helping him over the counter and like trying to hide him but then the guys like came in and just dragged him out anyway so that was really horrible but more i'm more so thinking about the police who did not help him when he was in front of the hot like just yeah there was just so many opportunities like he didn't have to die Mm. is the bottom line he didn't have to die he didn't have to be attacked like i yeah, so many like lemon, so many lemon and lemony things like outside of the death or the murder alone, like mm-hmm. that whole situation, and then the whole conversation about like this is why we need to work on our community ourselves. Like I, it really boils my blood when people start this whole conversation about black on black crime, and you yeah. can't see my air quotes but But they're there you can hear them probably (laughs) but like black on black crime like get that shit out of your head that is some shit that's made up to like brainwash you into thinking that white people killing us isn't a problem right like there's no such thing as white on white crime you ever think about that like Mm -hmm. that's that's fucking insane like (laughs) so i'm just like that shit really just makes me crazy and i don't know like i've had to become really like introspective about or introverted when it comes to these things because it's just like I I don't know what else to say like 
my I'm exhausted and mm-hmm. I don't know if that is the motive like sometimes I'm not to be on some conspiracy theorist shit oh, wow. but sometimes I just be like is this the point like to make me just be like I can't take it anymore like I just don't I don't I have to look away you know what I'm saying like I don't know I sometimes I'm like some I just need to go in I can't I have to stop watching the news because if I'm not able to if I'm not mentally healthy to deal with everything else, then, you know, I think that's the point. Like, I'm going to keep showing you all these horrible images and like, and I think people don't even realize that at some point it's like torture porn. Yeah. It's like people that way. Okay. Um, my little sister, she's 16. So don't judge her too hard. But, um, when I asked them if they saw this video and, and the only reason I asked them to if they saw it was to encourage them not to look at it. Yeah. Um, because they're like in and out of social media, social media as well. They don't have a heavy presence on there, but they do have like their Snapchat. They talk to their friends and I'm like, this stuff is so pervasive. Like, I don't know how they could not see it. Yeah. And so she was like, I want to see it. And I'm like, why, why? You know what I mean? But I think having that as, enraged as I became at that response it's like you have that conversation and you kind of get to the bottom of it like people are so desensitized you know what I mean and it there is this this sense of like you get some sense of like satisfaction or like glad I got that out it's like it's pornographic to an extent Mm. and I think people won't admit that but they like seeing it and it and the fact that it's someone's actual child like doesn't even occur that doesn't even matter anymore i d- i just don't want to become like desensitized to yeah that. like the more you see it the more it's just like oh you you have you seen that video like it's a casual conversation mm-hmm. and i don't want that yeah um and more shitty limiting news no what okay, else are we done no, I, okay, I mean, no, we can talk okay. about the borders uh we can oh, talk about ice keep our families to keep our families together or just like I don't know. That's just fucked up. Do you have thoughts on XXX Tentacion? Oh my god. Okay. You know what? When he was murdered, mm-hmm. and you know what's really, really crazy? Like earlier that week, I was talking to Aubrey and we were talking about like the problematic people on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, he's still on playlists or whatever. And I was like, uh, I have a confession. I had a few of his songs on my playlist because I liked them, but mm-hmm. that was before I knew mm-hmm. his history, mm-hmm. you know? And then after that, I was like, I can't listen to him anymore knowing what I know. Mm-hmm. So then when he died, I was like, ew, oof, I'm torn. Like, I don't wish murder on anybody because it was really just like on some random, like, he got robbed right. and killed, you know? Right. The person Maybe. who... No, the person who killed him had a record of robberies and stuff like mm-hmm. like that was a thing for them. So maybe they knew who he was and like I'm going Targeted. to Yeah, I'm going to hit a lick with this one. So I don't know, like it was it, and then I also felt kind of weird because there was a lot of outpouring of support and stuff all of a sudden. Yeah. And I didn't want to I don't know if that's hypocritical for feeling bad that someone died who i know had a 
horrible past, mm-hmm. you know, who committed crimes in the past. Yeah. And then, like, the more I was reading up about him and just, like, other people's testimonies that actually knew him, they were like, he was on a road to redemption. Like, But what the fuck does that matter? What does that matter? Yeah. Okay, okay. But that's what I want to ask you. Like, when can you forgive someone? Do you forgive them when I don't they think die? that's up to me. Yeah. Because I'm not the victim. But also, I think that this outpouring of people giving their stories that's like when people are are um accused of sexual assault Mm -hmm. and then you have all these women and mostly women come to bat like oh he was so sweet he was so blah 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 Mm -hmm. like do you realize how this invalidates the victim of his abuse okay the victim of his abuse spoke out about his death right Mm -hmm. and she was saddened and heartbroken Mm -hmm. but how often do you hear um what is it stockholm syndrome when when victims or like people are symptomatic sympathetic (laughs) towards their abusers or their i think it's specifically in the case of kidnapping i think it's stockholm syndrome but you know what i'm saying but it applies in this case it's like i'm not saying that she should be like rejoicing in the streets yeah but it's one of those things it's like i don't i i took the stance of i literally don't feel i can't i'm indifferent like i don't have mm. anything to say about this like you just you have nothing i have I don't nothing know, I, to offer it was it kind of mm. no <laughs> what are you gonna say choose your words carefully the universe is gonna do what the universe is gonna okay do. all right um, I don't know. I, I can't be sad for real, for real, because it's not like I was a big you fan. Need, I don't know him. You know, yeah. I'm sad for his mom, for his kid. Like, I'm sure that's that's all. Being killed, being murdered is a horrible way to go out. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's fucked up. He was 20. Like, all of these things, you mm-hmm. know, are it's sad. But I don't know if I'm sad right about it okay there personally. that's a that's a but that's kind of the stance that i take like yes, yes it is sad for his family and his loved ones i guess his fans as well mm-hmm. but personally i don't feel any kind of way about it i know and then on that same day another artist was killed like in just, philadelphia right? yeah there's just a lot of murders going on and i mean i don't know is this summertime always, there's always murders going on there's always there's murders always murders happening like and that's the other thing too it's just like where do you let us not forget like we live in this tiny 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 little bubble and all over the world you know what i mean there's children starving people being murdered like women being raped like women being abused continuously like this these atrocities are ongoing where do you find like how do you how do you personally from that how do you not allow that to permeate your personal bubble um the i think i center what is important to me Mm -hmm. which i know i talk a lot about my sister specifically and my family Mm -hmm. and i think literally i i have moments where i'm like i put my phone down and i'm like let's go jump on the trampoline yeah you know what i mean so if i have to go out or god forbid i this is the last time i see you i know we're doing everything in our power to make our time together worthwhile mm. like and really that's all that you can do i yeah. mean or that's all that i feel like i can do like 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's I just yeah. to really refocus my energy on what what my loved ones. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like because truly, this could be any of us, right? Like we, any of us could be the victim of a robbery or a violent mm. act of crime, or you know, I don't, ra- I don't even like acts, thinking about random it. Random acts of violence. That's it. I don't like thinking about it, but. And I tried not to think about it. I think in recent years, I know maybe I mentioned this on the podcast as well. Like my my anxiety about like terroristic attacks has peaked. Like I'm really apprehensive about going to festivals and concerts and things Mm. like that, especially amongst black people, because I'm like, they don't want us to live out here. They don't want us to be great. They don't want us to enjoy life. (laughs) Yeah, you know who they are. Have you seen that video about white people minding their own fucking business? No. Oh, shit. What's about to happen? Oh, my God. Is it happening now? It's happening right now. If you haven't seen this video... Oh, I just deleted the cutest little boomerang. Um, Social media, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen this video, you're welcome. Um, Anyway, I don't know. What about you? What do you do? Uh, I delete Instagram every couple days. <laughs> yeah, I delete that. I definitely got, personally got off of Twitter because it's just like I don't. I mean, I guess it's nice to be in the know and know what's going on in the news, but I can't. I don't. I I don't think I need to know. <laughs> I don't want to know if some shit happens and it takes me out. It just takes me out right. because constantly seeing stuff all the time that's where my anxiety sets in because yeah. i'm anticipating it right or i'm nervous and it's i think happen. to a degree it's fear mongering or like what the media chooses to portray is fear mongering to an extent it's an effort to make you look and listen and see who you can look to as your savior savior yeah i don't need that yeah, like you tweeting some some words nine times out of ten doesn't help me right. like it it just right. I can't it's to, it's and then like social media is so loud sometimes it's so loud and that's I'm like it would have you believe that the majority of the people on this planet are evil and I don't I try not to believe that I don't want to believe that I believe that <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I I think there's seven billion people I on know, the planet but I think there's so many people who just go off their like natural instinct to be fucked up and selfish and like i don't know for me i think there are few i think like you said social media is so loud the media in general is so loud like Mm -hmm. you can only base that on the things that you see you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like there's lots of different countries that you haven't even seen what's happening in that country true you know what i mean like we're only getting the worst among us like it's one of of those things that if i just it's like i just wait for you to prove me wrong like if i just assume that there is a chance that you could be a fucked up person i can armor myself like i could be on the lookout i don't want to be caught off guard by anything crazy is that bad? No. Who do I need to talk to about that? Probably a therapist. Okay, okay here we go. People, are you having a sad because that family is enjoying a picnic in the park while being black? Did that customer in front of you just speak a language that makes you irrationally angry? Well, this is a great time to try. Mind your own f***ing business. <laughs> With mind your own f***ing business, you'll be able to grow the f*** up and act like a decent f***ing human being. 
Our patented technology allows you to pull your head out of your ass and see the world beyond the brim of your MAGA hat. Hi, honey. I saw some black people at the Starbucks today. Did you mind your own f***ing business? I sure f***ing did. <laughs> Stop bothering those nice people today with mind your own f***ing business. Side effects may include not harassing people, no one getting arrested or murdered by police, a general sense of well-being for people of color, a lack of internet fame and or trolling and coexistence. Please consult your doctor if you are still a piece of shit after minding your own f***ing business. Wow. Quite, quite funny. And I mean... Quite timely. Yeah, quite timely. I like that. I like that. It's cute. Okay, so we asked some people. We had a dab, actually. Right. And from... When was the last time we posted? Like, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Almost forgot about it. But our last question was, when you're feeling depressed, sad, anxious, etc., how do you prefer your loved ones to support and comfort you? And we got a lot of good responses as per usual. I'll read a few. Uh, Look at my gab. Hey, girl. Says kind words are just active listening and physical affection like hugs. Um, Ian Hadlock said, just be there and don't say much. Let me process while your energy is with me, but not many words. Holding space. I think that's probably my number one. I mean, I... I like people to engage. I like to have a conversation, but if I'm a, if I'm going through something and I really need you to be like to engage in what I'm going through mm-hmm. or if you're willing to do that, like very often I find that people can turn a conversation into it being about them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So sorry. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, just like for a second, just can it be about me? Like just let's listen and talk about me for a second. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I feel like having someone as a sounding board, hearing my thoughts out loud mm-hmm. really does help me. Okay. Um, ink spill says by staying the hell away from dot 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 not just kidding knowing they are there is the most important thing we need to process it but know the comfort energy is there so Mm -hmm. the same thing like ian um i'm tickled pink so just knowing that they're there okay most people just want company (laughs) um listening and not saying much or giving me advice i need to get it out and not feel like i'm being told what to do i just want to Feel how I feel and then go from there on how to fix it. Or depending on what it is, riding the wave of emotions. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, Sweets P and Black Betty, they both just want to be held by their men. Wow. <laughs> um, Sweets P says, I prefer most people leave me alone but my, for my man to cuddle me. Black Betty says, I want my man to hold me, run his hands through my hair and rub my back. You know... Not everyone likes physical touch. Yeah. Like some people's love language really is physical. And for me, not always because it, it depends. I could be welcome to it, but I might just like turn up on you real oh, quick. Shit. Like get off of me. Yeah. But I get it. Um, El Jefe 1215 says Venmo. Okay. <laughs> Money <laughs> is his love language. Um, some of our favorite tw- Twitter followers also chimed in. 
see boogie says if i decide to share just an ear to listen and opinions if solicited yes Ooh, very well said yes yeah. demon said home cooked meal and conversation about anything but my problems work wonders okay i like that one yeah i'm gonna get your mind off of it for yeah like i don't want to talk like when i'm ready to talk about it we can talk about it but for the most part can we talk about anything but right. that like tell me about and you. i think often it's like it's a good reminder that the world is bigger than your problems not to sound insensitive i hope that doesn't sound insensitive but it kind of lets you like see the bigger picture yeah. sometimes it's like okay wait you know what i mean and like this isn't the end of the world exactly a lot of the times like where my depression comes from is like feeling very alone mm-hmm. or feeling like this is the worst thing possible ever, mm-hmm. you know? So knowing that there is a world going on outside of my head mm-hmm. is helpful mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Let's see. What else do we have? Two Woke Girls says, lots of patience, I think, is the most important. Episodes look different and can happen spontaneously. So just knowing my triggers and giving me space or comfort when needed is helpful. Yeah. That's a good one. That comes from someone really knowing you too. Yeah, though, like. exactly. Exactly. Um, the extra regular says, recognize that I'm a processor and know that I'm already trying to figure my way through it. I'll share when I'm ready. Hugs. I'll resist at first because I'm a thug, but I'll quickly give in. LMAO and words of affection, uh, affirmation. Keep me afloat. Mm-hmm. I like that one um Jaden hey Jaden um honestly an encouraging phone call is all I need to feel better uh and the last one I'll read because there's a lot of answers yeah. uh Shay Amar says don't force yourself I'll talk about it to those I trust but don't diagnose just right. listen don't tell me what I should have done or should do just listen I'll ask for advice on the part I want it for just give it on that right and only that. Yes. Fair enough. That was cute. I like yeah, I like that. So what did we come up with? Um, I guess we know checking in is always good. Yeah. Reaching out to your friends, asking them if they're okay, being present physically. Yes. Just holding space for them, just chilling, kicking it with them, sometimes not even talking about the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. And if they do want to talk about it, listening mostly give helpful advice helpful advice is solicited i think that that's important yeah you know what i mean because a lot of times you're actually not a therapist yeah (laughs) i don't really know many therapists Right. right or if you do feel like you have advice i think i think verbiage and terminology is important i think asking like i try if someone need if i see someone could use my help or if i think they could use my help I think a good way to facilitate it is to ask, can I help or can I offer yeah. you some advice or do you want to hear what I think? Yes. I yeah. like that lead in. Like, yeah. okay, can I, right. can I interject? Do you want Do to you hear? mind? Do you, or yeah, do you want to? Like, yeah. do you care to hear what I think or do you want me, you know, like, mm-hmm. honesty always. Yeah. Uh, I, it's interesting that that is the question. It seems like there's a month every month. <laughs> there's a reason to celebrate something every yeah. month, which I'm not opposed That's to. Fine. I kind of yeah. like it. But this month is Minority Mental Health Month. Mm-hmm. And it. I think that's a good month to have because it is 
usually minorities that aren't given the luxury to have mental health right. issues because right. we're always fucking hustling right. and trying to just deal right. with being and a minority. One more thing. Yeah, you're not yeah. only black and a man, but now you have depression or you struggle with depression or whatever. You know? Yeah. So hopefully we can conjure up some good content around yeah. that because honestly it wasn't it's not until recently that i feel that black people have gotten on the wave of speaking openly about Mm -hmm. it like i know when i told my dad that i was depressed he was like why (laughs) or what's wrong with you like you same with my dad i told him that i had been or my mom told him that i had been seeing a therapist and he was like so you've been seeing a therapist what are you you feel like you're going crazy or something yeah like those are his exact words and i was like mm, mm. definitely not having this conversation with you that uh and and i think it probably makes them a little uncomfortable because men are fixers by nature mm-hmm. and it's like that's such an abstract thing like yeah. i can't give you money for this yeah i can't get my toolbox for right. this you know what i mean right. like i don't know what to do if you tell me you're depressed right yeah and that and this just generationally like what space did they have to be depressed like none or to acknowledge what they were going through as depression exactly anything else christina no uh, we're always open to your suggestions comments and concerns yes this time we're actually asking for it so it's okay yes to slide in our dms <laughs> right and talk to us um we also have an email address we're gonna yeah. be better about checking our email because yeah. we suck at that. Yeah. But if you want to email us, you could do that. Um, we're back on Twitter now. I hate Twitter, but yeah, that was Dinah's thing. Yeah, but I, I mean, I do like talking to people about things. I like to talk. Why to do them you hate about. Twitter? Because it's just too many people. It's too many people. It's too many opinions. It's too many flexors. I cannot stand. Everybody knows everything on Twitter, and He's- it bothers me Mm -hmm. but i think that's also like a personal pet peeve i hate people who know everything yeah and twitter is just a format for you to just like spew all your oh my gosh maybe i hate my personal timeline maybe that was the problem (laughs) (laughs) maybe that i need to work on that but the lemon pepper wet twitter is back up and running so talk to us there Instagram, Lemon Pepper Wet Pod, mm-hmm. Facebook. <laughs> We're just not Facebook people. So. Just, it's, it's okay to admit that. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. We, again, prioritizing not putting too much on our plates. Like, yeah. Exactly. All right. Till next time. Till next time. Bye. Deuces.